0: and thank you some more. Because yes. when you start thinking about the goodness yes. of thank Jesus, you. yes. your thinking yes. leads to yes. thanking. Thank and can't nobody tell your story just you, like you Yes. Can. You, you don't thank know you, what God has done for me and I don't know what God has done for you thank but you, guess God. what? I know he's done something. Yes, he has. Man, God bless you today. To honor our God and our Christ to pastor and first lady swims and to the Hopewell family. We want you to know that it is a joy and a blessed delight again to have this opportunity to share with you from the word of God. We appreciate every opportunity that your pastor gives me to come and I was thinking as I was driving down I don't know why he keeps asking me to come long as he continues to ask me to come. God gives me the grace I will come and I am glad to be here. If you have your Bibles and I trust that you do, we want to acknowledge First Lady Sherry Henderson. We bring you greetings from the Washington Street Church in Paducah, Kentucky. If you have your Bibles, will you open them just for a few moments to 1st Samuel chapter 30 and we want to hang out around verse number eight. Verse number eight will give substance to what I would like to share this morning. We thank God for this praise team. Amen, 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 amen. 1st Samuel chapter 30 and verse 8 you will find these words. Then David asked the Lord, should I go after the people who raided our town? Can I catch up with them? Go after them, the Lord answered. You will catch up with them, and you will rescue your families. I want to use as our subject this morning, just go for it. Just, just go for it. Father in heaven, again, we are grateful for This opportunity that you've given us to preach. And now, God, I pray that you will speak to me and ultimately through me. We pray now, God, that your people will be fertile ground for this word. And we pray that as this word goes into the ground, as the word goes into our hearts, that it will change us, rearrange us. God, we want to be aligned with you. We want to be the people that you've called us to be. Now let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord. You are my strength and you are my redeemer. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Just just go for it. That's, that's, that's the word for today. Just go for it. Someone has written that if you want it, go for it. Take a risk. Don't always play it safe or you'll die wondering. How many of us are here today who are in the same spot, just stuck, marked timing, and we're wondering why? My brother and my sister, God has invested so much in you, and he has invested so much in me with the death and resurrection of Christ Yet the reality is that you and I don't always feel like heirs and joint heirs to his throne. Can I tell you this morning that you are pregnant with potential, you are pregnant with possibility, but you'll never possess it because you just won't let go and go for it. How many are stuck personally? How many of us are stuck professionally? How many of us are stuck spiritually because we're trying to figure out every move and calculate every turn? Every now and then we have to stop trying to figure it out and just go for it. Go for it it is a phrase that is used to do anything or to accomplish whatever it is that you want to accomplish. It, It means saying what you want then putting forth the energy and the resources to make it happen. This was the question that David asked God after returning from battle only to find his city in ruins and his men's family, along with his own, taken into slavery. Chapter 30 of 1 Samuel opens up with David's city being burned and taken by the Amalekites. And while David and his men were fighting with the Philistines, the Amalekites were wreaking havoc on David's city, Ziglag. The Amalekites took over all the cattle and the possessions, kidnapped their women and children, and burned the city. And when David and his men approached the city, they saw smoke, and it was not from barbecue. They were horrified. They were terrified to learn that their city had been destroyed and that their families had been taken captive. And to add extra stress and hurt, David's men discussed stoning him because they blamed him for what happened. The text says that that David and his men were crying together and quickly they turned on him. Verse 8 tells us that David inquired of the Lord, Shall I pursue after this truth? In other words, here it is, in other words, should I just cry or shall I do something about my situation? Life has made somebody cry until you can't cry anymore. You're feeling bad and perhaps even feeling sorry for yourself. You have lost family. You've lost friends and finances. You've lost your health, and you don't see any hope. It hurts. But here is your question. Shall I sit? Shall I continue to cry? Or can I do what I can do to change my situation? Here's your answer. If you want it, go for it. Here's your answer. Take a risk. Don't always play it safe or you'll always be wondering if I coulda, woulda, shoulda. The Bible says that David cried until he had no more strength to cry. I know we may not want to hear this next part here, but I want to suggest that having no strength might just be a good place to be. Having no strength just might be a good place for you. The Philistines did not want David. His family was gone, and his friends no longer supported him. Now, David was in a vulnerable place. Nobody could help David but God. Can I tell somebody something? There are no accidents with God. Sometimes we have to be stripped of everything. Sometimes all of what we have depended on will run out. Family members are no longer available. And friends have walked away. Can I tell somebody to get your eyes off of family, get your eyes off of friends? God wants you to stand on your own and discover what's on the inside of you. You need to know that your only real support is God and sometimes it takes a lot of pain and sometimes it takes disappointment to get us to a point of vulnerability but can you muster up enough something to thank God that you are where you are can I tell you that this is no accident where you are what you're going through is no accident it's God does not deal in accidents God lets things happen on purpose because where God wants to take us where God wants to do in your life cannot happen any other way but for what you're going through right now. You need to know that your only support, your real support is God and sometimes it takes that pain and it takes that disappointment. This is where you are. But this is not the end of your story. If you let God work and if you don't become bitter, You will become better... Because you finally realize that God is your only strength. Somebody needs to know that today. Somebody has had everything stripped away. People have walked away. Friends have walked away. Family have walked away. Everybody has turned their back. It makes you cry. It makes you sick. I get it. But the reality is God wants to do something when you finally realize that he's already All you have somebody somebody said that God God it's okay to take everything I have it's okay because if I have Jesus I have everything I need to start all over again and somebody just might need to start all over again I know it's not where you want to be I know it's not how long you wanted to take but somebody needs to start all over again I'm almost through second the text says that David encouraged himself the text says that David strengthened himself yes it's important to have people around you. Yes, it's important to have people around who can encourage you. It's a good thing to have people around who can throw their arms around you and pray for you and help you along. But just in case people start acting funny Loving you today and wanting you to stone you the next day. Let me remind you the text says when it opens up here are David and the men coming up together, crying together, lamenting together, having a bad time together. And then all of a sudden something happened and then the men who were crying with David who were in the same situation as david all of a sudden they wanted to stone david y'all don't act like y'all know what i'm talking about because the reality is you've had some friends who've been with you one minute and they've left you the next minute the reality is that you've had some situations where people have been on your side but then they're not on your side anymore can i tell you if people don't love you you ought to tell yourself you're okay if people don't love you you ought to tell yourself everything is all right. If people walk away from you and hurt you and disappoint me, you you have to tell yourself that you're okay. You're good enough. You're not enough. You're enough in the midst of your crisis. You were made for victory. You were more than a conqueror. Sometimes you have to tell yourself all of that. I, I don't know. I'm just talking about me. But there have been friends and people who I have thought were with me, who I have thought were on my side. But just a few days later, I read a post. Can I tell you this post? That I read on Facebook, it says that, that people don't care that, that, uh, 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 that uh, I can't even remember, so the Holy Spirit didn't want me to say that one. but can I tell you the reality is, is that people will leave you tomorrow, people will walk away from you tomorrow and you have to be comfortable enough with yourself to say, hey, I'm I'm alright hey, I'm okay I can make it, I can do this I would love to have you with me but if you're not with me, that's alright too. I'd love for you to go with me in this journey, but if you don't go with me in the journey, I'm going to still make the journey by myself. And so sometimes you have to encourage yourself in the Lord. You've got to tell yourself some stuff. You've got to speak to yourself and allow some stuff to get in your spirit. David said in the next for instance, please bring me the ephod. And the ephod was a garment of the priest. And and it was thought to be a key in knowing God's direction. Can I tell somebody that it's time out for relying on your own devices? It is time for you to seek God's direction. Seek God's direction. Seek God's wisdom. And pursue the presence of God. You see the reality is is that our devices are, are temporary solutions. What you and you do know that we can come up with some stuff. You do know when our backs are against the wall we can come up with some quick fixes for some stuff but I've come to tell you that they are only temporary solutions. Uh, You've got to uh, to do some stuff that will not fail you, that will not fall. Grandma said build your hopes uh, on things eternal and hold on to God's unchanging hand. The reality is people change. We've seen it in the text. The bottom line is that people will go ghost on you. The bottom line is that you've got to build your hopes on something more than people and situations and your own devices and your own quick fixes and hold to God's unchanging hand. I will change and the people around you will change but God will never change. But look here in the final instance. You just have to go for it. I came to tell someone that you cannot remain where you are. I've came to remind someone that you have been where you are too long. You've seen the warning signs. As a matter of fact, before people walk away from you, God has been telling you to walk away from them. You've been where you are too long. The Bible says that David Did go for it. And he recovered everything that he lost. Family. Possessions. Nobody was harmed. All because he decided to ask God, shall I pursue it? God says, go and pursue it. And then David was obedient. Can I tell you this? And you take this home for free. Delayed obedience is not obedience at all. Doing stuff when you think you're ready to do it, when you think it's everything is in order for you to do it, when it's convenient for you to do it. God told you to move yesterday. God told you to move this morning, and you still trying to weigh it out. Who with me? You're still trying to figure out the pros and the cons of who's down with me on this one. I wonder who's gonna like this move. Who's gonna like that move? God said you don't need to. Have Have to please anybody but an audience of one, and that's God. If God told you to do it, you need to be about doing it. And so David decided that he would pursue it just like God. Have you ever had your zigzag moment? Have you ever had a zigzag season? Do you feel like it's over? Do you feel like it's stuck? Do you feel pressured? then it's time just for you to go for it. It's time to move. It's time to take a risk. Because the reality is it's half a dozen of one or six of the other. It's the same thing. And so if it's 50% that you can fail, then it's 50% that you can win. And so God told me to tell you that he has so much more for your life, but you'll never have it as long as you're playing it safe. And so as I prepare to take my seat, God says, just go for it. And the reality is you'll always win uh, when God is on your side. The reality is uh, you'll always you see because David, David, David decided to go for it because I think he had a moment where he stopped and thought uh, that God delivered me from a bear. God delivered me from a lion. God delivered me from Saul. And if God delivered me from a bear, if God delivered me from a lion, if God delivered me more than once from Saul, so then God can deliver me now and that's what you have to know today if God worked it out for you last year if God worked it out for you two years ago if God showed up the last time if God fixed some stuff the last time if God picked you up the last time turned you around the last time your feet on solid ground the last time the same God has the same power and he can do it all over again because God specializes in impossibilities what does not look like it can work what does not look like it can work out God does his best work and hasn't he not done some good work for you in the past Hadn't he not opened some doors for you in the past? Has he not closed some doors that needed to be closed in the past? If he did it once, he can do it again. But you just gotta go for it. God bless you.